0: Hello everyone uh in the last week i've, I've uh, heard a podcast and read a report uh, that has brought a very interesting uh, uh, sort of dimension to how facilities management companies look at digital transformation and it's on an aspect that not many think about uh, very few think about but obviously the ones who are leading the pack uh, have been thinking about it so the podcast was from the uh, inside the strategy room by McKinsey where they were talking about the role the board uh, is boards, uh, governance boards are playing around talent and ensuring that there is a significant talent pool available with the right set of skills to be able to run the kind of strategies that the organization wants to run at, not just at a very senior leadership level, but actually at a few levels, maybe two to three levels down the senior leadership level. And the other was uh, the report by Deloitte, a December 2020 report on the state of uh, commercial real estate. They surveyed a lot of uh, uh, people from across the globe and two, three aspects that stood out. One was only one third of the people were confident that uh, they uh, i mean they were confident of their of their digital capabilities you had a lot of people saying that their digital capabilities were exposed and this is across cre so uh, not just for facilities management or part or property management aspect of it itself and the other was (coughs) that across the, the different regions. The kind of cost cutting initiatives that we're talking about was somewhere around 20% to 30%. In in North America, it was higher. In, in case of Asia Pacific and Europe, it was slightly lower, but still 20%. So on an average, you could consider 20% cost reduction. Uh, so the two are, are sort of the way they are linked. The couple of aspects that I really wanted to sort of build on it is one, There there have been incidences, there have been companies, FM companies who have uh, done a lot of work on digital transformation, started early but have not clearly thought the way, the kind of resources they would need to work in a data first environment because ultimately what's the biggest change that's happening in the the back end of uh, running a facility, which is operations, maintenance, hard services, or even soft services to a very large extent, is the fact that the employees, uh, the workforce or the blue-collar workforce is going to work in the data-first environment. Now no one has done that till this point in time. So what is the capacity building program you're building in in place? Forget about the upscaling and cross-scaling that needs to happen from the productivity perspective. You're saying, how are you identifying which resource is uh, a better fit? who you should be investing first up make them the champions and then sort of look at uh them bringing a lot of their colleagues uh you know into the into the same uh, sort of overall regime so that all of them can collectively work in the data first environment and that's critical we haven't really thought through and i wish and i hope that and, and that is something that we at least are with all of our uh, customers where we are involved we are really saying that okay this is something that you need to think through as you are scaling from a poc to more pocs to trials to going live to challenging your business as usual scenario you've got to have this at the back of your mind as to how you're going to get your your workforce prepared and that is something that that is important and I hope a lot of people give it a thought. And by the way, if, if, if this podcast is something that you would like to listen to and the support is something that you would like to read through, you would have this in the show notes, the links to these uh, podcasts and report in the show notes and hope it makes for a uh, interesting listen and an interesting read as well.